A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. We're back again, Davey, after last night. Um, we've decided to do a, a last-minute pod uh, regarding the news today that, that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has been sacked uh, as the Rangers manager. So there's lots and lots to, to talk about. But before we, we uh, get into that, let's introduce tonight's guest. So I'll start with you, Davey T. I hope the laptop's uh, fully charged tonight, mate. <laughs> After my nightmare last night, <laughs> so absolutely terrible. But anyway, uh, I hope the sound's okay now. I've, I've, I'm not using the, the mic anymore. I'm using the mic from the laptop. So hopefully we've sorted the sound out. And uh, no, I was really shocked today. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. I thought after the weekend that um, that was it. He would just be going on with business after about two weeks. Get back to training and. That was it. But then, then the news came in, and no, totally shocked. wasn't wasn't expecting that. I thought it would either be right, right away, or uh, after another few defeats. And no, obviously, the board have sort of a, maybe been listening to, to everybody's podcast because I think every everybody's podcast has been uh, been saying he should go. Yeah, yeah, they definitely listened to us moaning for an hour last night, David, and thought, fuck this, let's pull the plug. Um, and also, we've got Craig. How are you, Craig? How are you doing, Mason? Um, good to see you, David, as well. It's good to be back. Um, <clears throat> I uh, woke up today and was not expecting that at all. I had a wee day off today as well, so um, my Monday just get better and better. Um, just what David was saying there as well. I think... There's there's a few scenarios that this could have come from, and um, that it was planned, or I mean, we had a kind of joke on the on the chat today that uh, a few of the board members were on a sesh last night and they had a badging at four o'clock this morning. And nah, just we're out, we're done. Um, I think we've all been there. <laughs> Maybe not as high profile as that, but um, see whatever it's come from, and um, I'm I'm just pleased. Um, I've done a lot of ranting. I've done a lot of. Um, Aye, um, going mental, and I think uh, today marks hopefully a new, a new era. Because um, certainly we can't get any worse than what we've been recently. So, um, aye, we're very hopeful now. Yeah, and, and obviously, Craig, you were here obviously last night with us, Craig, and you know you sort of look at, and, and, and as David T said, we're listening to sort of all the other podcasts, and uh, I thought it was just it was it was inevitable. I. I I always had the feeling uh, that, that he wouldn't be there for the AGM because I just think on a, on a human level, I just couldn't see him taking that the level of abuse that was going to be coming. And rightly or wrongly, um, David T, then let's, let's get on to it. I know me and you have touched heavily on, on Van Bronckhorst and you said when the news broke this morning. Do the, What I want to ask you is, do you think this was planned? Because uh, a lot of supporters are disagreeing on this. Do you think this was planned sort of straight after the St Mirren game last week? And it's a case of talking to his... You know, his agent and, and lawyers and, and et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, or do you think this was something that was decided sort of over the weekend and 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 the, we've made our you know the board made their mind up sort of sort of later than than sooner? David, David, you're on mute. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a, that was a new rule. We're going to mute, and now and I forget right away. Um, I, I I don't think it was made at uh, four o'clock in the morning in the pub, uh, waiting and just thinking, oh, we'll, we'll get rid of them. Uh, I think it probably started last week, and they've obviously been done. Uh, look for a look for a, a new manager. I would imagine has been put in process. As you say, lawyers would need to be talked to. And and I don't know whether Gio was talked to already. It's possible that Gio was talked to before the weekend and and sort of a given a, a sort of a knowledge that uh, that he would be he wouldn't be coming back or he would be leaving. Uh, but um, I, I definitely don't think it was a rush decision. I think they've probably thought about it and uh, it, just that it happened this week is yeah. Talking to yeah Monday morning it is. Uh, it's probably probably the worst Monday morning you'll have. <laughs> getting told you've lost your job, but uh, no. And let's let's face it. I mean, he he was a great guy. He was a he's certainly not one that we should be. Uh, whether I mean we got a bit angry with him at the end up because the results weren't coming. But I mean, he was a great guy, and he won us he won us a lot. He wasn't all bad, put it that way, and. No, I think we should look at him as a as still a friend of the club and not not an enemy of the club. That's uh, because I mean I know I've been one of his biggest critics probably from the beginning. I was probably one of the first that that, that went against him. But um, no, it should it should it should be because he's a nice guy and uh, he he did win us a lot of trophies. Gave us a few of the best nights we've had in Europe. So no, it's I hope I hope he I hope him well and. Uh, he does. He gets another job and he does well. I just hope he learns from his mistakes because that's what he's he's not been doing. I mean, he just says, uh, "I won't change my style. I won't change." Then I think, Joe, you're now in a third job where it's not gone good for you. Uh, think that we'll have a look in the mirror and think, "Am I doing something wrong?" Because I think he needs to do that. Yeah, I think as well, uh, David. Just just on that, I think he, he, his coaches didn't help, and we'll come on to them a, a little bit, a little bit later. And um, it's funny now, you know. I was going to say the same sort of view, David. I think I, I hold no grudges with with Van Bronckhorst, and I think he will. In time, we will look back at, especially last season, at that Europa League run and some of the nights he, he gave us. Um, you know, last season, and obviously the first manager to win the Scottish Cup in in over ten years as well. So. There is some positives to, to go with Van Bronckhorst, but the time was his time was up. Uh, we saw about the, the positive nights last season we had in in, in Europe, but, but this season was some of the worst that we've seen. Craig, I know we have a, a laugh and a joke about uh, that they've been on the session and made the decision sort of this morning, but do you think this was, was pre-planned uh, last week or, or, or do you think this was saying over, over the weekend? I think uh, a few of the comments already we've kind of spoke about the board. Apologies, my dog's running about the house, so... Uh, your footsteps and stuff from the background, that's my dog. Um, a lot's been made of the board and their, their decisions or their lack of ability to make good decisions. And um, I really hope that this is something that has been planned out. And, um, I was a wee bit concerned with the wording that they used um, with the, the partner ways and stuff, um, because generally what, what that statement would be, and, appreciate they've maybe just wanted to give him the respect with the, the statement not make it about and now we move on but um generally it's a and correct me if i'm wrong but generally it's a it's a message that goes out and then it says there'll be an extensive um application process and all that stuff there wasn't any of that um which i don't know if it's concerning or if it's that there's actually somebody already lined up and they're not going to write that out yeah, I, I I read that like that as well, Craig. But I I, I kind of look at it a little bit different. I, I think that that this would have been planned for a, for I think that the board are not silly. You know, we we moan about them a lot and we don't like some of the decisions they make. But they'll know the way we felt for, for you know, and that you know their football fans as well. That you know the Rangers supporters, a lot of them that you know they they don't get everything right. But I do think that they would have 
I think they'd have been pre-planning this. Um, and I'd like to think so anyway. We, we've seen today pictures of Ross Wilson um, at, at an airport and also Stuart Robson, Robertson was, was down to London. They like to do all their sort of interviews from, from London. So um, I, I think that we, we've, I think we'll have someone in for, for um, when the players get back. Um, Davey, would you would you go with that as well, uh, or do you think that this could be this could be a, a long process? Um, well, I hope that Ross Wilson. You seen somebody seen him at the airport carrying Geo's bags because because I hope he follows him. I, I, I really think it would be horrible if he, he's making the decision of who comes in next. Um, and I think we've all said he's he's certainly his job has to be looked at whether he's doing a good job or not because that was part of the things that that uh, killed Gio as well. He never really got support. The players that were brought in weren't weren't ready to hit to hit the ground running, and that that's that made if, if we'd have brought in especially a midfielder if we'd have brought in a midfielder it would have helped immensely. And Gio wasn't helped that way. Um, he did have things going against him, but the the thing was, even when we did have players not injured, um, the the football that he was showing was 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 still te- still terrible. So I think the board have obviously been looking uh, over the longer period. Last season we we got through, although I think the European run covered up a lot of bad um, uh, bad results and. Everybody was on a high because of the, the, the European results. And he won the Scottish Cup as well. So he's not going to weigh empty-handed. He, he, he did do well with, with some things. Um, but it just doesn't doesn't really look like a manager that was going to win the league this year. And that's part of the Rangers' uh, way that you've got to you've got to at least put up a good challenge to the end uh, to win the league. And these days, there's only two teams going to be in it anyway. But I, I think I think they've been looking for a while. The, the, I mean, they're they're not they're not daft either. They they know that once the crowd turns against you, then uh, then it's really difficult. And they obviously want to want to save themselves coming under a lot of pressure. So I, I would imagine that it's, it's been brewing for a for a while. Why why it took so long? As yeah, I don't know. But um, I mean, they they could have probably done it about four or five weeks ago. Uh, as we all said, after the the Liverpool seven one crashing, uh, that would have probably been a, a good time as any to do it. But, um, hopefully, a new guy comes in, whoever it is, don't know yet, um, and we we get we get back at least at least pull some of the points back that that, that we've, we've lost nine nine points behind Celtic isn't great at this time of the year. Nice. No, it's a big, big job for anyone comes in, and, and we've had a couple of comments. Hope it's not a, a caretaker, and and yeah, absolutely. That that that. Hope we don't go down that route and right off the season with, with a caretaker. Craig, the only problem that that we've got um, is, and I know you'll be the same. Is is Ross Wilson will be be leading this, um, you know, new manager charge, and he ain't going anywhere. So, um, how confident are you that that he's going to go and get the right man? And I think it's imperative that we <clears throat> we do have someone in place for when the season starts back again. Um, David touched on that it's nine points, but do you know what? Nine points gets overturned pretty quick. Uh, see if we come out out the traps. Celtic were very, very lucky with a lot of, a lot of um, scores um, that they were running away with, um, particularly at the end there. Um, they don't look too hot in this pre-season, kind of second pre-season that they're doing out in Australia. Um, we've got that old fun game coming up. We need to be ready. Um, like, I want our players to be back fighting fit. Like, see the see the fitness that Gerald had is that have us coming out uh, out the traps on the second um, and ready to go at that team because that Celtic have been proving that if you go at them the way that we are capable of doing as a club, they crumble. House of Cards type stuff. That that is more than capable this season. Um, but. If we come out with something like fucking mental, like Stuart, the, the goalkeeping coach or something like that, um, we could end up third place or something. And by the way, like anything's possible with this board right now. Like we don't know what they're going to come up with. And um, also just touching on like the, the legacy for, for from Broncos. My love for from Broncos really went um, probably the second old firm defeat that we had at Parkhead, that was when it started really crumbling. 
Um, I don't believe that any Rangers manager should survive. They can survive one like that. Dick Advocat in his, in his treble season, 5-1, then, then went on to have an unbelievable season. Um, Walter Smith has had a couple of doings at Parkhead, um, but over the years, not consecutively, um, I had no trust in that manager. And uh, see, see when we look back at the, the season last season, sorry, Winston's running a bit mad. Um, this is his hyper. Um, if you look back at last season, yes, the, the, uh, he's, he's actually getting worse, as I've said that there. Um, yeah, this is, this is. There. Um, there, I've lost it. Um, apologies, guys. But, um, so, see if you look back at last season, the, the European run was unbelievable. Um, you got into that European final um, against a team that um, I wouldn't say was any better than a lot of the teams that we already beat. And some of the teams that we beat convincingly, um, Dortmund, for example, um, beat them very convincingly over two legs. Um, we were a, more than a match for every team that we played. And the first 10 minutes of that European final, uh, I'm trying to hold down here. Uh, right, on you go. Um, not very professional for a podcast, uh, but there you go. See, within 10 minutes of that European final, it was like a damn script for me, um, compared to what it, what it should have been. And then see when we look back in years to come, like when I'm telling my grandkids about the, the final, and they'll go, I beat you number one, and you're going, no, but we were amazing and stuff. See, when they look back at the final, they'll go, ah, it wasn't that great a team, was it? Because see the European final, it wasn't great. We did not play well. Um, we're playing fucking Scott Wright. Do you know what I mean? I'll never forgive him for fucking continuing to play that guy. Um, like Scott Wright is is a is an honest guy. Um, he gives you his best as he's got, but his best is hardly as good enough for Hearts, let alone Rangers, uh, let alone a Europa League final. Um, so I I don't think his legacy his legacy is is a uh, Leipzig for me. Leipzig and uh, and apart from that. I don't see much. Um, we should have leveled hearts in the, the Scottish Cup final. Instead, we, we limped through that uh, very unconvincingly. And um, domestically last season, we, we were saved by the European run that we had. Um, and then I cast my mind back as well when I think of Van Bronckhorst and I think of my first season following Rangers, where uh, he basically gave up the ghost and wanted away. He uh, believed he was bigger than Rangers, uh, wanted away. We've got a lot of players that have came here and they have believed it and probably quite rightly believed that they should be on to um, maybe bigger things, not better things, but bigger things than the Scottish League. But they give their best right up until the end. Giovanni van Bronckhorst did not do that. It's not up for debate, by the way. He, he, did, he, he had an injury, which is fair enough. But then he wasn't injured for the end of that season, but never came back. So uh, I won't forget that. Your dog is better than me, football. Aye, 100%. He's got me through this, by the way, you, Winston. No, I think you make you know, a lot of fair points there, Craig. And it's hard to disagree with, with, with a lot of what you say there. And maybe I'm not as harsh as in terms of the final because we we, had, we didn't have a fit striker. Um, and, and that weren't really... His well, I suppose it was his doing. He did run both strikers into the ground, so maybe maybe you're right there, Craig. Um, baby, let's let's go on to what happens next then, because we spoke about Van Bronckhorst for for weeks on end now, and, and it's happened. So, who who's your pick to become the the next Rangers manager? And please uh, get your comments in, and, and and we'll discuss all the names that that have been around today and, and over the last couple of weeks. Um. Well. I've got a, I've got a list here. The the ones that are on my list that came out this morning in the betting was Sean Dyche, Michael Beale, Kevin Musket, Ralph Hasenhut, Stephen Gerrard, Domenico Tedesco, Gennaro Gattuso, Kachel what a name Kachel Knutson, David Martindale, and Dean Smith. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, my, oh, I put the put the paper over the camera. I'm doing well tonight again. Um, I've uh, I, I I don't really know a lot about any of them to be honest with you. 
Dyche, a lot of people say he's good at Burnley, uh, keeping them up. But does a manager that keeps a team up necessarily be good for a team that's got to win the league every year? I don't know. So I'm, I'm sort of out on that one. I think he will. I, I certainly think he'll have fit, be the players fit. But seemingly, when, when he played a, a really negative game of football with, with Burnley, which is, is obvious if you're, you're fighting for your life all the time. Um, from the other ones, Kevin Musket, I don't really know a lot about. No, I, I would be really disappointed if Gerard came back, to be honest with you. I think in the last uh, beginning of the season last year, Gerard had a bad time as well. I, in fact, I think there was rumours that he didn't even turn up that it was uh, Beal that was taking the team in the start of the season. So I, I don't know whether the rumours are true, but I think Gerard was wanting away. I think I, I, I don't know whether he will would come back. I don't I even doubt that because I don't think he liked being away from his wife and family for all that time. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I would really be disappointed if Gerard came back. Beal. I think he would be a great, a good manager. Certainly, a, a tactician. It was him that, that done most of the tactics uh, when Gerard was in the, the in line. And uh, no, that's sad. Bill, I would, I, I would take him, but maybe I don't think he'll leave Queens Park at, at this moment. Uh, who else is on it? The Tedesco. I haven't a clue who he even is. Uh, Gattuso. By the way, another really, really good tiles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're based on the London information. I think it's only in Glasgow they're based. No, I don't think they're here, mate. I don't think they're down here. Can, can, you, can you imagine getting a song for Ketchel Knutson? <laughs> that's that's going to be the, 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 the Union Bears are going to have trouble getting a song for him. But um, <laughs> no. uh, I, I don't really know. Martin Bale? No. Don't think so. And Dean Smith, I don't really know what about him. And there's a Swiss guy coming to it as well now, I believe, that was for Leverkusen uh, and the young boys of Bern, I think. So uh, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know enough about them. Nice is only, well, obviously Beal. Kevin Muskie, he's in, I believe, in Japan uh, at some time now. But... Um, the thing is, I mean, we used to go out and pay a fortune for a man. I, I read today, Gio was in 1.7 million a year. I read that from a Dutch uh, journalist. And at that time, a few years ago, he'd, uh, he had 13 million in the bank. I don't know how they know that. but <laughs> So I don't think we need to worry about He needs to worry financially about, uh, about himself because that will have grown now. Um, but uh, no, I, I don't really know. Who, who I would, who, and I'm sort of a flying in the air at this one. I, go, I, I mean, it's easy saying get rid of the manager, but when you've not got anybody to come in, I think, that, I mean, I would have picked out a few Dutch people a, a while ago, but I'm sort of a, I'm sort of a finish with them I'm at the moment. Uh, come there. No, we don't want another Dutch manager. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I think we should stop Brexit. Fuck any foreign manager. <laughs> <laughs> I was I watched Holland tonight and the the play is absolutely as well. I, I think the Dutch have I mean they they started with the modern day football years ago, Crow under Crow. But um I think they've sort of stayed in that era. They they, they they sort of play really yeah, no, it's not not the way they used to play, just totally different now. I think they've been left in the for for the past decade. But um no, I, 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 I don't, certainly not a Dutch person at the moment. Uh, no, nah, we're done. We're done with the Dutch. Thinking, baby. We're done with the Dutch. I was just thinking, Craig, you're gonna you're gonna have uh, McLean next day next to right. That's really gonna get you uh, going. By, by means, there was a comment there about uh, Martindale. See, see, I do believe that whoever comes in there is going to get the backing from the fans, and um, a lot of this stuff. We we as fans can obviously surmise and, and come up with our own um, kind of takes on who's best for the job and stuff. But I think the tools that are available will determine what skill sets we need. Um, and we're talking about dice um, or dice um, or dice, whatever is however you pronounce his name. Um, I'm sure we'll know within a few days. Um, if uh, we look at him and yeah, his football wasn't. The the the, fa the 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 flowing football that we want when we're playing against 
teams at Ibrooks and we want to score four and five goals. But he, you can't do that against Arsenal's and Liverpool's and Man United's and Chelsea's and like the vast majority of the, the English Premier League. Um, but what he'd done was he, he punched way above his weight for a long time with that club. Mm. Um, and that's something that we probably really need right now is something that um, can galvanise us as a club and go, right, we can punch above our weight. Um, somebody that isn't, you can tell, you just, even without hearing them, you, you just look up and you go, he wouldn't take any shit. Um, do you know what I mean? And I think there's prerequisites that we need from our Rangers manager right now. And um, there, there's a few prima donnas within that, that dressing room that really need to be told. Um, you don't shape up, you're out. Um, like a like some um, Morelos and there was a lot of people in follow follow the day basically or known the day a couple of, over the last couple of days um, kind of saying or oh, he's well within his rights to go on holiday and stuff you get a team across the city that are running away with the league and they're doing another pre-season and he's sunning himself abroad um, there's absolutely no respect for us as a club by that guy um, all we've done is We've lost, we've lost Craigie, Craigie there. I think the dogs ate the ro the router. <laughs> Craig's Wi-Fi has uh, Craig's Wi-Fi cut off there. So, so Davey, Sean Dash, and I'll come to oh, Craigie. Yeah, he's back. I don't know what happened there. Uh, <laughs> I've came off, uh, I've came off Wi-Fi there. Um, but I, in a nutshell, Morelos getting it. Yeah. No, no. We, we said this last night, Craig. Me, me and Davey, we're both. I, I, I agree. I'm so I'll stay with you, Craig, because because uh, Sean Dash is my pick at the moment um, for for all the reasons you just named. There, I think I think that we need to go back. We I want us to go back to British now. A lot of people saying, "Oh, we get the best candidate, whether they're and, and that's right." But I just think at the moment I don't want another experiment. I, I want someone that knows knows British football. Um, but I think Dash as well gets a real hard time because of what you know Burnley. His style of play wasn't. It wasn't as bad as it's made up. It's because it's Sean Dyche, you know what I mean? It's that kind of, he's not that kind of sexy young English manager that that, that everyone wants, you know, uh, nowadays. Dyche, you've got to remember Burnley's budget was around nine million a season. Uh, for the, He was in the Premier League for is it eight, eight years out of the nine, I think. Six, uh, seven years at the nine, and I think he won the championship at a canter twice. I think for me, I'd look at it more what he'd done in the championship team because Burnley had the biggest budget coming down from the Premier League and they they, they, they they pissed it both times. So I kind of look at that. And then when he's in the Premier League, and don't forget, they were going to like Anfield and winning, you know, and, and, and they play, he, he, he had to change his style because to get results. And that's what, if he's got to come in with us and change the style to get us results, no one will moan. And by the way, you know, I keep hearing, oh, we want to play a style of football. We're a football club that, that, that plays us. We, we, we've never been that. Under Walter Smith, the football at times was dreadful, but we got the results and that's all we were happy about. And, and McLeish was the same. We're not like them who want to just play a style of football. And, uh, we, you know, of course, we want, we want to be entertained, but winning's being entertained. And I think for me at the moment, I look at the list and I look at the names that are out there. Sean Dyer for me is, is, is the safe. Uh, I, I know that every managerial appointment's a gamble before that gets thrown in, in the comments. But I think at the moment, Dyer is, 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 I think we should, that is, that's who we should be going for. I listened to him on TalkSport last week. I've talked really well. You know, you, you, you listen, anyone who, who's sort of not sure about Daesh, go and listen to Kieran Trippier's latest podcast on YouTube, Harry talks about Sean Daesh and what he's done for his career. And that's an attacking fullback. So if he was that bad, um, you know, you wouldn't get someone like Kieran Trippier, you know, an attacking fullback moaning about how, how defensive he is. Davey, um, what's your thoughts? Go on, Craig. Go on, Craig. Just, just on that, right? See, um, you, you touched on it there, Mason, and it doesn't get said enough. Like, um, Rangers Football Club have never been uh, there's two there's two teams in this city one portrays themselves I say, I say portrays them portrays themselves not that they are um, that they're this amazing football team and of um, all the all the their greats and all that stuff there's not really that many right um, they like to portray themselves as that see what I've been brought up with is that Rangers are a, a fucking solid team Um we're built for the defence. We've got hard midfielders. We've got big, strong up front. Like 
you know, going back to the days of Sammy Cox and Billy Simpson, and um, right up to the Sunnis era, um, like you've also you've always had your flair players and stuff, right? But Rangers have always been like I would always think of them as the bosses, like the you see the 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 seventies games against Celtic and stuff, and you see like the likes of John Gregg and he's puffing his chest out and stuff, and the Celtic players that they still sing about to this day look scared of him. Uh, that's that's the club that I know, um, and that like I couldn't care less if we're playing like I mean you can't get any fucking worse than what Van Bronckhorst has said is playing. Um, but make us fit, make us aggressive, and we've got players there the likes of Kent and stuff. Get a, get a tune out of the players, and the football will come. But what you were saying there's spot on, uh, Mason. Um, I don't think like try. We've seen Advocate try and do it. We've seen Paul Le Guin try and do it. Um, we even seen McLeish try and do it with flair players um, and try and create his, turn us into this team that we can't be. The Scottish League doesn't allow us to be that. We need to be like there's there's basics that we need to do as a club. Um, and if they're not looked after, then there's fucking fuck all that we can do. Uh, but I I had to run there. No, I, I agree, Craig. And I think football nowadays it's the same game that it, you know that it's always been. I think people want to overcomplicate it and. And, and yeah, just we're just about winning. We want to get a manager that goes in there, that goes and goes and gets results. And 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 then the main thing that I've seen is a lot of these players need someone that, that that's a leader and has got that presence. Who if they're not playing well, they know when they go in at half time, they're getting a rock out of their ass, which I don't believe they've had from from Van Bronckhorst or his coaching team at all. And I think that's why you've seen Tavernier turn around screaming at Gio, and you've seen John Lundstrom not making a challenge on the halfway line. You've not and then Ryan Kent not getting out and blocking the shot. It all comes from the manager, and I think we get a strong leader. It can just flip it, and we're talking about we're nine points behind, which is a huge gap at this stage of the season. But you know, a big if if a new manager can come in and get a tune in the first three games, and we go into that old firm game taking nine points at Ibrox, and we win that, it can flip. It can flip, and and and, and then you've got a transfer window. And I know it's all if buts, but that's how important the the manager's gonna gotta be. Um, to, to to completely flip flip the move. By the way, see, see like, last time I got in right. See see Postacoglu. There's a lot of stuff in the media uh, or the fan, uh, social media saying, "Oh, he's chased out two Rangers managers." He fucking didn't chase out Gerard. By the way, he was what six or six or nine points behind Gerard when Gerard decided to go. Um, Gerard had him had him had his number. In fact, Rangers had him on toast without a manager and half a team. Um, See if we actually put that guy under pressure, he'll fucking crumble, man. Like, I know for a fact that that guy doesn't have any pressure on him. Um, and you, you are spot on there. Let's see how good he is and how good is is world beaters like Jota and all that. Jota with the wee flicks and stuff when we've got half a team up and we've got no midfield and stuff. Like, let's see him doing it when we've actually got a team and we've got a manager that knows how to fucking play against Celtic at Parkhead. Um, like... Nine points, yeah, it's, it's it's ridiculous being at that point right now. But like you said, one old fun win, and that's six points, and it's squeaky bum time for them. Uh, see every every game that they get up to that 87, 89 minutes when they're just what they've been doing recently. Let's see how bad they are, or how good they are. Sorry, when that's happening. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, Craig, and everything you just said there, and, and David, I'll bring you in this. And first of all, I'd like to know your thoughts on on Sean Dyche. And second of all, I think Teddy makes a really good point here. You know, a new manager's got to come in. Um, I don't want the ball to rush it, but I want a new man in for so he gets a few weeks for the players before we we go against Hibs. And 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 the point there about what's been missing from us fans. See if a new man comes in and you see the change of attitude and you see change, see even the style of play. By the way. With Gio, and I, and I know we've just said about that, but just that look like we're going to go and get goals. You know that that we've not seen that from Gio. The fans will get behind him straight away. So, so David, just just on them points there, what, what's your first thoughts on on, on uh, Sean Dyche and, and and you know how quickly we, we get a manager in? I don't know. I, I'm I don't know whether I'm that yeah great on Dyche. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really. As I say, I, I, I think it's. Keeping a team in a in a league is a lot different than having to to win a league. Uh, completely different mindset. It's, uh, so whether he's 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 good at that, I don't know. I'm I'm actually 
I, I, I think actually the, the, the German road somewhere would suit me because it's a bit of a, yeah, I know you did all this and it's foreign again, but I think, uh, I, I think they're just technical, they're, they're just far more technical. Uh, and plus the fact German, Germans are, are just like the British, they, 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 they just keep going and going and going. So I, I, I think I would prefer to go that way. But um, no, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think Daesh, and, and I know it's horrible to say, but I don't think I could listen to his voice in press conferences every every every. Day. Davey, I've got, I've got a bit in there, right? See, see if he gets a result against Celtic or Ibrox, then beats him at Parkhead. You'll love the sound of his voice, mate. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I'll have his bro. voice as Anton if he fucking beats Celtic at Parkhead. <laughs> But uh, no, it's, 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 I say I, I think I would. I'm, I'm quite more interested in the, the the German candidates that are that are, that are in for it, and the, the other ones. I, do. I mean, Tedesco. I don't even know who he is. And uh, Tedesco I'm, I'm, is the, was just recently sat by Leipzig. He was the Leipzig manager when we we knocked him out. Oh yeah, he's quite young, um, but Gio had his number, so Tedesco straight away for me is a no no. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, okay. Um, no, I don't, I, I don't, don't know uh, Martindale. Don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I suppose it's the only one that you could really... I, I mean, I think um, the... What does it call I need to get the... The list out again. Musket, as I say, Musket, I don't know. He's got a good name. He's got a good name for it as a, as a, a gun. By the way, David, see when I see you with that bit of paper, man, I'm getting flashbacks to uh, Thing Me. Big Kenny uh, Thing Me in the dugout during the. Kenny I can't even build with that fucking clipboard. That's what it looks like. It looks like Kenny McDowell looking to see what something is. Unfortunately, when you've got a memory like mine, you've, you've got to. Uh, but, um, Ralph hasn't Hootie. That is, uh, is that, I think that's the guy. Gattuso. I think that's just another Rangers. It's, it's, I don't know really what Gattuso's done in the managerial sense, but I think that's just. I, I, I think we should get away from it. It has to be a, have a Rangers past. I think yeah. we should get away from that. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, for me, the perfect one would be Michael Beale, but whether he comes in or not, I don't know. So let, let's stay let's stay with Michael Bill then because I've got a really strong opinion on on Michael Bill and I'll come to Craig. But so so David, if, if he's your pick, why why would you go for Michael? Why would you like to see Michael Bill? I think uh, he was the brains behind what Gerard done. Um, I think he's he's technically tactically very good. I think he would have the players. He was part of the the Gerard uh, regime, so he would. I, I would imagine he would get the players fit. Hopefully he would bring in as I said last night. I I, I, think, I find it absolutely crazy that a manager can come in and bring all different types of coaches in. I think I think we should we should have a basic uh, fitness coaches team, and the the manager can come in with, with two people. I mean, if you look, look at Geo as well, Mackay sitting next to him. What did Mackay do? I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him out the out the dugout once to cheer on the team or to, to get them. All he did was sit there like a yeah. Don't know. By the way, I, I seen Mackay Mern Byers Road and I seen him in the dugout and I'm not even kidding. I actually seen him <laughs> Mern Byers Road. I seen him three times in Byers Road and I think I've seen him in the dugout twice. Do you know, Joe? There was one clip just on Roy Mackay. There was one clip when he first took when Dio first took over on his first day and Roy Mackay had a, a go at Ryan Kent, didn't he? 
and he said tricks are for the circus. And now you look at that team that that that, that we watch that we've been watching this season, and Brian Kent and and players look scared to to sort of express themselves. So it, it does come from that that you know the coaching team is massive, and anyone that comes in and your coaching team, yeah, coaches taking that as a footballer to have that sort of you know coach telling you not to express yourself is. You know, it's like it's like anyone going, you know, working and getting your tools taken away. Do you know what I mean? It's it's absolutely crazy. But Craig, I, I want to come to you as well on on Michael Bill because Bill for me, um, if Bill was ever going to get the chance to manage Rangers, it for me it, it should have. Well, I didn't want him, but I think it, it probably should have happened straight after Gerard because then you get the continuity that Ross Wilson spoke about. But for me, I don't think Bill's ready for one. I think he's what three months into management at QPR. And he's never been a manager. And been, but being a coach and a manager are two completely different things. And, and and especially being Rangers manager and Queen's Park Rangers manager, no disrespect at all. But their aspirations are to just make the playoffs, you know, in a league where it's a it's a free-for-all. Um, and, and, and I don't think he's won in the last five. Um, so I think there was way too much of an overhype early on on Bill in terms of him in, in QPR were top of the league. Um, I watched them twice. They've been on Sky the last couple of weeks and I weren't impressed. And I had flashbacks of us under Gerard when things weren't great, when we got three midfielders with no creativity, you know, with the balls in the box that we've seen. And I just think, I think Bill, Gerard, I think that, that that's done now. That's part of history. I want us to look forward and I want, and again, I think supporters wanting Bill are going back to that, as, as David T said there, a Rangers connection. And that's what Michael Bill is now and he's always going to be. And, and, and Kevin Muscat's name's getting thrown in the ring because he used to play for us as well. So I want to come away for that. Personally, I think Michael Bill, what he done, you know, love listening to him about his time under Gerard. Sounds like a great coach. But in terms of being a Rangers manager, I, I, I don't think he's ready. And I think if you're knocking back people like, you know, people are saying, oh, we don't want Sean Dyash and we don't want, you know, uh, you know more experienced managers. But then you go into Michael Bill, I, I can't understand that because... I don't think, as I said, that, uh, Bill's ready. Do you think, Craig, do you think that's a bit harsh or do you, do you think that there might be a chance that Bill, you know, is, is a successor at Rangers? No, I, th- I think you're, you're looking at that quite logically. Um, and it's obviously, it's quite bizarre as a Rangers supporter to be thinking logically around these things because what we tend to do is romanticise ourselves with the likes of, oh, he's a Rangers man. Um, the likes of what we did when Van Bronckhorst came in, we... We romanticised about it and said that he was this great Rangers man. We never heard from him for years. He never even done the half-time draw. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Never came back to, to see an old firm game. Never came back to see his once. Uh, but yet, we were like, he's a Rangers man. He was here for like two seasons, two and a half seasons, and he was away. Um, so, I, I, I totally get what you mean about the... It's, it pulls at the heartstrings because we look at the fairy tale, what could be. It's like he comes back and it's the white knight type thing where it's like he comes and makes everything good again and all the players that were playing well under Gerard and Bill, we all think we've got a right good idea that Bill was the, the brains behind the, the, the operation and it's like for me it's like looking at the likes of um Tav was at his best under Gerard and Bill. Um Morelos was certainly at his best at that point. Um Kent started being at his best and that some would argue as well that he started slipping at that point. Um, the the main factor for me with um, Bill would be that the the team that he's managing just now isn't just going to part ways and shake hands and go good luck. They're going to look for money, um, and that money, if we have it, which I would like to think we do, um, is going to need to really go into the investment in the squad because that squad that we've got. Um, might be capable this season, but it's definitely 110% not available, or not capable, sorry, um, for next season and beyond. Um, we have to stop re-signing players that are clearly not going to be able to, to even play 90 minutes. Do you know what I mean? The likes of Davis and um, there's there's countless players, but I mean, we, we re-signed the players this season and I really thought, right, okay, Davis is good for a cameo and um, the likes of um, our field is good for when when we really need to shore up in the midfielder. We need a bit of a bit of direct running. Um, I'm talking about like the seventy fifth minute, not from the first minute, and then we need to bring him off in sixty because he's blown out his backside. Um, so there needs to be a massive overhaul on this this squad. And if we're going to take a manager, I think the type of managers that we're looking at just now, they can't be employed. 
Um, I think we need to be realistic with that. There's money that's obviously been paid for um, from Bronkhorst and the team. Um, he's no walked away for nothing. Uh, Paul Gwen's the only one that's ever done that. Uh, he basically literally said, don't pay me, just pay the staff and walked away. And they, not very many people know that, but he actually took no money from Rangers. Um, he resigned. Um, <clears throat> but I... I'm, I'm realistic, and I, I don't think that Rangers 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 window of um, shopping is limited right now to, to managers that aren't uh, able to um, that they can't um, come on board without a compensation MP. That's that, I think that needs to be realistic. Yeah, I think I think I see today that, that the rumours are that that to get Bill it would cost us one point four million. I think it is, which you know it's, it's not crazy money, but. Um, you know, obviously, if we paid off Van Bronckhorst, I think look, if, if we if we spend one point five four million and, and it, it, it's the right man, we do it. I just, in my opinion, I just don't think Michael Bill at the moment should should be should be considered. David T, there's one that one name that that that, that um, I think David Hurt makes a really good point about Daesh actually, saying that um, Daesh would leave us for the first decent offer he gets in England. Do you know what though, David Heard? I think we're we're going to get that with any manager that, that that's successful at Rangers. I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, by the way, see if see if we won Europa League and then we were we were pissing the league this season. Once a decent job comes in England, they'd have been away as well. I just that's where we are, I'm afraid. And look, if Sean Dyche comes and then in a year's time he gets us back winning the league and and another and a job comes in England and he jumps at it, I'm afraid that's just you know that that's just how how it goes. But um. David, I want to come to a name with, with you that that, that um, it splits a lot of the support, and it's David Martindale. Um, now, for me, I think that he's definitely got something. By the way, <laughs> he's, he's definitely got something. Um, you know, it would be it would be harsh to say otherwise. Um, I just don't see him as a as a Rangers manager. Again, is that am I, and maybe I'm sort of going against what I say because I say this with Scottish players and, and, and I say that we shouldn't turn our noses up. So am I turning my nose up at David Martindale? You're a snob. Yeah, That's I'm a snob. I'm a snob. Am I, am, David, am I being a snob towards David Martindale? He's a Tory, by the way. He's a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that, that puts him down in my book right away. So, <laughs> um, no, uh, Martindale, yeah, this, yeah, it's old, the old thing again. Uh, do do Anybody in Scotland, Scotland, they're they're considered to be less than anybody. I mean, these big foreign names. Somebody in the comments said we like somebody that's been in jail before. Yeah, I can I can see that point as well. But I can also say, yeah, do you have to pay the rest of your life for for something that you've done? Uh, yeah, that's sort of a. I think he's done his sentence, and uh, I think he's, he should be. Whether that's a, whether he's good enough for the Rangers jobs, a different kettle of fish. That's a, a different story. But uh, no, I, I I don't really. I mean, he's 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 put out to Geo a couple of times, but what's he really done in the long term to 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 warrant being manager of Rangers? It's, uh, although if you take some of the, the I mean, I hate to I hate to mention the name. Jockstein came from the Dunfermline. Uh, there was quite a few managers. Uh, we've only had eighteen managers, by the way, and and only a couple of them have been sacked. It's not often you get that, but um, yeah, I, I think we're we're living in a time now where managers will come and go. You won't keep a manager now for because uh, they'll either be rubbish and they'll get the sack, or they'll be great and they'll be put on somewhere, they'll be pushed on somewhere else. So it'd be really hard to get a manager for any length of time in these days. Yeah. But um, no, Martindale, uh, yeah, I'm certainly splitting him. I mean, I'd quite like to see what he could do, but I think I would prefer to see it with a team like Hearts or something like that first, to see yeah. if he could get uh, get Hearts uh, up fighting for a championship or Aberdeen, one of these clubs. And uh, I think I'd prefer that because I, I don't know, throwing him in at Rangers right away, just from Livingston, I mean, what... What have Livingston done? They're, they're just fighting relegation virtually every year. They get some sometimes into the top six, the other times they're, 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 they're in the bottom six. I don't really know whether that warrants being a Rangers manager. So no, I, I think I think he would I think I would prefer him to to see what he would do with an Aberdeen or a Hearts first. 
I think I think you hit the nail on the head there, David, and I agree with that. I think his next move is an Aberdeen or Hearts or a Hibs. I, I, I think, you know, I think Rangers managed no, no, not, 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 not what we need at, at, at this time. Craig, it's I'm gonna um, go on, David. Go on, David. It's too big a jump at once from Livingston to to, to Rangers for me. Craig, I'm gonna I'm gonna come come to you on that as well because I think that that. Uh, Martin Dow and I and I see your face when I said it. Um, <laughs> probably tells tells its, its own um, story. But uh, Mel Duke here in the comments just put a really good um, you know summing up uh, Sean Dyche's recruitment. And this is another reason that I'm going to be pro Dyche as well. I think his his recruitment has has been absolutely uh, spot on. And um, Ross Wilson would need no Dyche would have to come in and tell Ross Wilson I'm doing the recruitment. So, uh, just just on them two two points, Craig. See, yeah, uh, you ever caught yourself daydreaming? Like, what would it be like to just rip up my whole life and just fuck off somewhere and just start again? And you kind of play it through your head, and you go, "Oh, it'd probably be a bit of a disaster, but be some journey." Like, <laughs> like, I'd be a bit mad with Martindale. Um, do you imagine him in interviews before and after? Old firm games and stuff like that. Uh, if you think that the the videos are Jock Wallace and stuff are intense, man, that would be that be up there. Um, aye, there's just there's so many things that run through my head what could happen with that. And, um, like, listen, he's um, he's obviously a phenomenal character within football because where he's actually taken that club, and he's I said it the last time I was on the pod was that he'd done them. Um, He's practically done every job within that football club and worked his way up, and um, even to the point where he's been fixing goalposts twenty minutes before a match. Uh, I don't know if you know about that one, Mason, but there was a game of it two months ago that he was on the park fixing goalposts um, at Livingston Stadium, having uh, Marvin Bartley. Um, so I, it's just going for like up a set of ladders ten minutes before a game, um, trying to fix goalposts. To, Putting on the brown brogues. Mm, yeah. Um, but again, it's, I think as well, you could argue that, that Alex McLeish, well, Alex McLeish didn't really achieve very much with the, the Hibs team that he had. Um, looking back, and he had like an abundance of riches of talent within that, that Hibs team um, at that point in time. And, um, aye, I, I don't see. Listen, I'm going to say it again. See if it was Martindale, I'm going to give him 110 percent support. But I, I just, I just can't see it. It's like, um, aye, it would be fucking mad. Yeah. Nah, I think I think David Herb put a really good, good, good post up there about you know we should we should be snobs. You know that that is the Rangers' job is one of the, the biggest jobs um, in, in Britain. So you know we we need to. And I, and I know we, the, the board have took a lot of, you know, stick and, and people are saying, oh, they're not going to do this, they're not going to do that. They'll be looking for what they think the best candidate. As, as a support, we can only summarise what we think and what we want. Um, and, we you know, we hope that they come to the, the, the you know, the best decision. Um, David T, um, let's start to, to wrap, wrap this up then. Um, has... Last night we said that we had nothing to, to sort of look forward to in terms of under Geo going into this World Cup uh, break, and, um, and and I felt that, and I just felt flat. But this morning, obviously, seeing that that Gio's gone and and his coaching team uh, have gone, do you have that bit of optimism now that you know for the second half of the season with a new man coming in that we can, you know, it's going to be tough as I said, but there is there is you know optimism again around the, the football club. Yeah, well, it's, it's like a, a reset button being pressed, isn't it? It's uh, a, a, something to get excited about again because we're just sort of a, it was being a slog. I can imagine turning up at Ibrox. I mean, I only have to turn the television on and uh, uh, and, and start watching television. But you, you, you guys have got to to, to go over the heart, over the Ibrox, and uh, pay a pay a fortune for your season ticket, and and then to just to be. Given that that great brand of football, it must have been, must have been just uh, horrible. So I mean, yeah, hopefully we get a manager now that that can bring in a a, a new brand of football. 
uh, more attacking football. Uh, I mean, you, you can you can still be good defensive. Some of some of our best defensive teams have been good attacking teams. It's not as though you're either defensive or you're attacking. I mean, it's it's brilliant doing uh, the, the the horseshoe putting eighty passes together and then yeah losing the ball and yeah unlucky uh, but we got eighty passes together. Or we had with seventy. Everybody's getting excited that we've got seventy-five percent possession. Uh, possession doesn't win you any games. That's uh, the 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 thing about that. And uh, no, I just uh, hope that uh, uh, that we, we we get a good manager that's going to bring in a brand of football that, that's that's worth paying your season ticket. And uh, now no, for me, it's Rangers TV. I think you asked me last night if I had Rangers TV. And I didn't answer it right, but I've got obviously got Rangers TV. Um, but uh, no, I think uh, I, I think it's given us more a bit of hope. And uh, but I mean, as soon as somebody's mentioned, you're going to you're, you're going to have people who don't think he should be, and now we're going to have people that do think he should be. And uh, it's, uh, the old I mean, the old mourners are, are going to start start moaning it right away. So I I said this afternoon when I, when I said I don't like uh, Daisy's voice. <laughs> I thought, well, that's me moaning already. <laughs> so, no, but that's the way it goes. Uh, the, the, there will be people that, that are uh, that are against them. Yeah. I said right away that, that Gio, because I remember his, his, his Feyenoord days, I'm sitting on the bench with Feyenoord, with his wee boy lost look, and that, that, that sort of stuck in my head. And that's, that's what we've seen now as well, his, his wee boy lost look. And, uh, no, hopefully... We've, we've got we get a bit of hope and better better football. That's a, that's the most important thing. And winning the league, obviously. I mean, you can play great football if you're if you're winning. If you're winning, then sometimes bad football even looks good. But uh, that, I think we've, we've got to get back to winning ways. But the, the thing is, the guy's going to come. In, any new players, any new managers coming in, yes, you can turn them around. But he's, he's, the likes of Morelos, he's, he's not going to get Morelos fit within two weeks. So it's it's, it's going to take time to turn the, turn the team around. And I, I don't know who's a, well, hopefully Warren. So there, there will be some injured players coming back. Uh, Lawrence, uh, Connor Goldson, hopefully. So hopefully we, we can get back to having a decent team that are not all injured and a new manager can turn it around that way. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And Craig, let's, let's sort of wrap it up in the last sort of question of the night. Um, that that I actually quite pleased that there's that the, the support are not all getting behind one manager like we were with, with Van Bronckhorst because I actually think the support dictated who we went we went for, and I think the ball because we just lost Gerard just left with his coaching team, and I think there was a big uproar that ninety percent of the support wanted Gio. I think the fans went, uh, sorry, the, the fans wanted Gio. The ball went with it. Where this time that we've seen untold names today. Um, do you think that, that that's a that's a good thing? Um, you know, as long as they don't pull out a hat, another Pedro Cachinha, by the way. Um, <laughs> but um, that you know, there's there's not a standout candidate, and 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 you know, they're, they're going to go and get the right man. Yeah, I think um, there needs to be some kind of rationale that we can all see behind the manager. Um, I think we've done the experiments with the likes of Cachinha, um, where we did go on board with it at the start, and he was allowed the, I mean, the, the old fun game that he had the absolute tanking. Um, but it needs to be see the likes of Dice, where there's there's rationale behind it, um, and he will be allowed a degree of. Um, time and like listen see if we don't win the league this season the players have to know um that under no no um uncertainty that they are playing for their futures and a lot of them are playing for their, their, their careers now because like the likes of Morelos that was once pitched at 25 million would fucking struggle to get into a league one team in England. Um like I, I, there's no chance that a championship team would come in for him right now. So like if he's going to get a chance, then he's going to need to play um, to the, the the way that he has in the past. Whether it's to try and get a new contract with, for us or to move on, I really couldn't care less anymore. And um, it's like, I mean, I, I work in Bears Den, right? And the guy stays in Bears Den, and 
And one of my customers was talking about how he kicks about in G-Wagon and he's in new Gucci gear every every other day. And you're going, the guy is living a, it's like a superstar lifestyle. And see, like, see since the end of, um, like, probably about three quarters of the way into the last season, the guy's been missing. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, the stories that I've heard of him in Seville and stuff, like, we all found it kind of a wee bit funny. Well, I did that. I found it kind of funny and stuff, the, the, the antics he was getting up to. But see now, it's just, it's not, it's not what you would expect for a professional football player. Um, and he's been given a chance, and then he's been given a second chance. He's on his, like, his seventh chance for us. Like, he, ever since he came to us, he's, he's been given chance after chance. Um, so I, I don't really care, like, see players like him and... Um, like if, if Kent wants away, that's fine, go. Um, but until the end of the season, earn your money. Do you know what I mean? You're getting paid well to play for this football club. Um, and that's what I want from the likes of, we're talking about British managers and stuff. Um, and I've heard it in the press, and it's not so much even just Rangers, even down south when they talk about like um, that kind of, maybe no xenophobia or anything, but it's like we're very inward and we don't like... We don't look outward at times and we're like, no, it needs to be <coughs> it needs to be British and all that. <coughs> it's a cultural thing. Like see see right now our football club does not need a continental manager. What we need is um we need a manager that's gonna go and pin people at the wall. Um and and I'm gonna say this as well, right? See uh, see Giovanni from Broncos, the first couple of press conferences after like old firm games where we get scalped or like the European games where they talk about what he's seen and what we're going to get better at. He then said it again the next week, and then he said it the next week, and then he said it the following week, and, and nothing ever changed. So I, I take somebody on face value and I'll go, right, okay, I hear what you're saying. Right, I want to see that now. From Broncost over a six-month period, kept telling us what was going to change and it never changed. We need a manager that's going to fucking change it. Um, so I don't care uh, who he is. I don't care where he comes from, uh, apart from, he can't come from anywhere apart from the British Isles. Um, and <laughs> he can come from Northern Ireland, he can Belfast, Scotland, Glasgow, Wales, London, just uh, as long as he can get a tune out of our players, I don't care. Um, but I, uh, it's good to be on the night, guys. Cheers. Can I just uh, come in there? Um, I, yeah. I think, I just think and I hope we get a manager in that takes the shackles off the players because I think part of Kent's problem was that he was told the likes of you said Mackay says tricks are for uh, are for the circus. Um, I think I think there's just been so many shackles on on the players. They've been put in a position. You've got to play there. You've got to play there, and that that's the way they've been they've been stuck. And because the, you just see the lack of movement. I mean, we talk about the lack of fitness. Uh, but it, it also the lack of movement that, that there, there's there's been in the team is absolutely. I said yesterday and uh, the last few weeks, there's there's absolutely nobody runs the channels, nobody. And running from midfield, the only one that does it is Arfield. Having one player that that, that, that runs from the midfield to the to a striking position is, is the only one that does it is Arfield. So I think we've got to get a, a manager in that's that's going to take shackles off of players and. Uh, bring out the, the artistic side of them as well and not just you've got to play in that position and that's it, stick there. You're muted, Macy. You're on mute. That was my turn now, wasn't it? That, um, <laughs> yeah. Stanley, David, just going to wrap it up there and say thanks for coming on tonight. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, Say your, say your goodbyes. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll have something to look forward to. The first game is going to be interesting to see whether we get a manager. Well, I, I mean, I, I take it we will have a manager, but the, it would be, be a real waste of time if we don't have a manager in by the start of uh, the, the second half of the season. So hopefully we do. And uh, no, for there's the only thing I want to say, by the way, is alcohol-free beer I'm drinking. It's not al There's no alcohol in it, so... I'm I'm not on heavy on the drink at the moment. <laughs> well, that's disappointing, David. But whoever put the comment in saying Rangers drives us to drink, it is very very true. And David heard by the way, that's not a bad chat, Rob Page. But I think we need a manager in 
uh, right now. And Craig, uh, thanks, Davey. And Craig, thanks for coming on tonight, mate. Um, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we've uh, we've teamed up here for Sean Dash. I think we're the only two in in the Gallant Few podcast for Dash. So uh, we're, we're pro Dash. <laughs> Winston's pro Dash as well, baby. Uh, he's he's coming out to say hi. Uh, but um, I thanks thanks for coming uh, for asking us tonight, guys, to to come on and. Um, Listen, I'm, I'm dead hopeful for the future now, um, where things looked pretty fucking grey and dark and it looked never-ending. Um, there seems to be a, a wee bit of light at the end of the tunnel now and we can start getting excited. And, um, the podcast in the last few weeks has started growing and um, there's a lot more viewers and I've had a wee bit of uh, a laugh with some of the, the other mob for the other side of the city with comments and stuff like that. Um, see for anyone that's watching that's for the other side of the city watching this and they want to comment and uh, slag us, at least be able to write a sentence properly, by the way. Um, it's no meant to be space, comma, space. It's comma, space, and then the, the next word. Um, and then capital letter after a, a full stop. That normally works as well. Um, but I, I get a good laugh at that, man. Sorry. <laughs> that's brilliant. Do you know what? I didn't say is it see one funny thing? See that goalkeeper that was hopeless for Celtic? He's doing absolutely brilliant in Holland. <laughs> no, I, wish, I wish I still had him though, baby, to be honest. <laughs> no, but it's just funny. He's, he's, he was hopeless for them. He couldn't stop anything. But it seems to be all the... I think I can't remember who he's with. It was it Utrecht he was with. Um, they, their fans love him. They think he's great. He was, he was, <laughs> he was undercover for 55, didn't he? But... Uh, <laughs> Thanks all, thanks, thanks, boys, for coming on, and thanks for all the comments. Uh, we'll be back again Sunday, and and hopefully uh, we'll have a well. You know, I'm hoping we'll have a new manager in place, but that might be wishful thinking. But until Sunday, thanks again. We are the people. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 